Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Cutting Up Cousins Podcast, episode 10. We are here. We got 10 of these things, man. Mm-hmm. 10 of these mm-hmm. things. 10 of these things. Ooh, this one was All that good stuff, you know what I'm saying? Hey. Episode 10. Put some applause in there, 1J. Oh, yeah. You know, you tell me to do that every time I always forget. <laughs> <laughs> I don't never do it. So I might forget to again this time. <laughs> I know I got some in here. Somewhere, you know, I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna find it. And I'm gonna put it in there. Uh, <laughs> I got some applause somewhere around here. Um, but episode ten, cutting up cousins, man, we here, fellas. How y'all doing on today? It's Sunday. Um, how y'all doing, man? We record on a Sunday. Working. I'm, I'm heading up towards uh somewhere around Chicago. So y'all gonna hear a lot of noise in my background. Coming by us. Yep, yeah, be pulling up by us, man. Well, man, I wish I had some time. I'm gonna pull up on you. What part of Chicago? South side? I ain't really gonna be in Chicago. I'm probably gonna be uh, probably about uh, maybe about an hour or two away from Chicago. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I was up there around Chicago. Oh, okay. okay. Right, well, shoot, shoot, that's uh, that's what's up, Danny. You got some long. You said about nine hours is that for you? Now, I done drove about an hour, but yeah, probably about eight long, sad, crying hours. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, hopefully uh, we give you give you another hour from the pod, so you ain't got to worry about it. So, yeah, I'll probably give you hours. You said what? So, no, we had them long. Y'all probably going to give me about <laughs> two hours. No, we had a long pod. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. So, that's how you feeling out there, man. I'm feeling good, blessed. See another day. Okay. Like usual. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yep, same here. Same here, man. It's nice outside. What's the weather like? Uh, man, I think it's like 70-ish, I want to say. Well, I wish it was 70 here. No, it's actually 66. So it's it's not bad, but it's not like super good either. But it's not, but it's 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 nice. 66 is nice for us. Man, that's hot as hell. I'll probably go out there. I go out there and around in my driveway. You were going to see your driveway? Yeah, this is the type of weather. You probably still you probably need, like, maybe you could get away with a long sleeve, uh, maybe wear some pants and a short sleeve, um, go outside, get your little Heineken, get your little, um, uh, if you do little coolers, wine coolers, something like that, and sit on your porch, sit on your on your stoop if you got one, wherever you're at, and, um, and kick it, you know, chill. You ain't got to fan yourself. Ain't that type of weather. Now down there, John, you said it's uh, you said what is it down there? Uh, my truck said eighty-three. Oh, that's not bad either. Eighty. What's hot? That's hot. That's hot. That's not super hot though. I think we started getting in the nineties. That's super hot. Man, it's hot when I start sweating. It's hot. Y'all talking about New Orleans? Man, and, they, and I heard there's a lot of walking in New Orleans. I ain't it's got time for It's hot, bro. Like, you standing still and you sweating. That's how hot it is. That's how it was yesterday, man. I took my kids outside, man. My kid was like, you want to know what, Daddy? We better go back in the house. I said, I told y'all. <laughs> it's hot out here. What? <laughs> my son said, Dad, I'm starting to sweat. Yeah, it's hot. So, it's hot. So, yeah, so... Um, once again, thank y'all for rocking with us. Episode 10. We appreciate each and every one of y'all uh, for listening for 10 episodes straight. And if you haven't done so, tell a friend, tell a friend. Let's go ahead and introduce ourselves. So my name is Mwanje, one-third host of Cutting Up Cousins here. That's M-W-A-N-J-E, Mwanje. Everybody else, go ahead and introduce yourselves. Hey, 
this is your boy Big Hill. Y'all can just catch me on Instagram at Big Hill Gamers. Okay. It's your boy Dex. Your boy underscore Dex. <laughs> we could, your phone was typing up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I lost, I lost you for a second. He was like, time, he was like so. your boy Big Hill, Big Hill Gaming. And that was it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my phone was typing. Yeah, your phone was typing. I'm on the dash, man. Yeah, get, get you some signal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hope I'll be, uh, I hope it don't be tripping on this trip. No, you good. You good. I'm sorry, Dex. Go ahead. What you say? I said, this your boy, Dex. Your boy, underscore Dex. Holla at your boy. Holla at your boy. Yep. So we said everybody doing good, doing great, even though the country is not. Um, but we hoping for progress. Uh, Dex, go ahead and um, introduce introduce how they can reach out to us. Yeah, you can send us an email. That's tucpod at gmail.com. Or you can visit our Instagram page, tucpodcast. Or you can visit the website, www.tucpodcast. CUCpodcast.com. Yes, sir. And you can always check out us on CUCpodcast.com if you want to listen. You can also go to Anchor. You can also go to Apple Podcasts. And you can also go to Spotify. There is also another channel, too, that we're on that uh, Spotify got us on, too. I forgot the name of it. I apologize in advance. But uh, we are on that channel, too. Once we get it out, we'll let you know. But definitely the majors, uh, Spotify, Apple. And once again, go. you can always go to our website. We appreciate that so much uh you can also uh contact us as well through via the uh question of the weeks um we'd love to have to get you get your answers on those and uh we'd love to read them on the air so definitely go ahead and do that as well too so so uh, thank y'all once again i can't thank y'all enough episode 10 let's go into it let's talk about the culture and the NBA is coming back, baby. Finally, some yeah. sports. Yeah. sports. Zion, Zion, <laughs> Oh, we talked about King it. Pre- James, King James, King oh, James, King Milwaukee. Milwaukee. I'm, I'm, I'm biased. You, you, bro, you, ain't, don't know. you ain't even excited saying that, bro. You just depressed <laughs> me. You ain't no true fan. <laughs> mm. I don't know, man. I'm it's good. like I want LeBron to win, but I also want Milwaukee to win. So I don't know. It's hard for well, me. Well, we ain't got no team. So Zion, Zion. <laughs> he said Zion. So, yeah, so the NBA's coming back. Um, it's going to come back, and we're going to get some games. Uh, I don't know if you're watching. I mean, Last Dance was great. It was great for the for the 10 weeks we watched it. Or, yeah, the 10 weeks we watched it. No, actually, it was it was five weeks we watched it. I'm sorry, two episodes every week. So <laughs> five weeks we watched it. Um, I'm tired of looking at old 1960 games, 1968 <laughs> games, because there ain't no new sports on there. First take, I, I actually sat down and watched a whole thing of first take one time for the first time. It was good, it was, but they, you know, they were talking about you know kneeling and protesting, like no sports at all. Um, I'm tired. It's time to see some real live action sports. Or they sports. spent the whole time talking about the Jordan doc. Yeah, like breaking it down. Like there's nothing you can break down. He won. <laughs> Period. <laughs> so. And man, mm-hmm. the thing for me, man, I'm just I'm tired of hearing about all the negativity that's going on in the world, man. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's what sports even, do. It, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Even going on like uh, social media and stuff like that, man. I had to take a break from it, man. Like. It get draining, man. I need to see something to lift my spirits. You know what I'm saying? That's exactly what sports do. They it, it lifts your it, 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 it takes you away for a little bit. Even though sports and politics are now are starting to get interwoven, uh, and it's something that you really can't get away from. But sports allow, but it uh, definitely allows you to uh, to you know escape, get you know see some competition going on, and and you know cheer on your team and 
have fun. So, uh, but so let's talk about how the NBA is coming back and uh, what they're gonna do. So, Dex, I know you've been you've been researching it a little bit. Uh, in your opinion, so how how does how is this gonna work with the uh, NBA? So the NBA is gonna do a twenty-two game, um, twenty-two team format. Um, so basically, any team that's within six sixteen six games of the um, AFC got a chance to play in the um, tournament. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna be twenty-two teams, thirteen in the West, nine in the East, and um, they plan for basically seeding. Okay. And you so know, basically, what you're saying, the Pelicans is gonna be in the AFC. That's all I need to hear. Just say that for me. Pelicans, they only got eight games to play, and they're already four games back. So and we so, gonna win. We gonna be in the AFC. So they gotta win four. So they gotta win four games to to be in the AFC or potentially be in the AFC. Depends if Memphis keep winning. Oh yeah. Screwed. Yeah. So that's so they basically or, so basically you're a wild card. Pretty much. Okay. Nice. So. So, yeah. That's that sucks when you're a team and you got to bank on another team losing. But if they catch a streak, even if you do what you got to do and you win, but if that team wins, then you yep. still you know, a out you know, sol. Uh, but I mean, John, I don't know, Big Hill. I they, I mean, it's possible they could win, but. I don't know. He said he's banking on another team to lose, and it's it's not like you gotta beat that team. You gotta beat that team to to uh, make them lose. It's like they gotta play other teams, and if they're playing garbage teams or trash teams, and they win, then they just get in the you know they get in, they get in the AC. So we'll see, man. Let's get Zion. And I'm keeping my hopes high. Cause y'all gotta see. Y'all know how trash Pelican was before Zion came in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He he brought he brought them back. Before. Man, we going, man, we going all the way. I don't care what nobody <laughs> say. We're going all the way. Going all the way. Um, so, well, I'm going to say this. Um, so, all these games are going to take place in Orlando. Yeah. Um, at the, um, what is that, Walt Disney yep. Company? Yeah, the sports At the Walt there. Disney Resort. Yeah, I heard that's a, I heard that's a beautiful place. They're going to have housing there, too, and everything. So, that's what's up. Yeah, the regular season go extend um, 16 days. With mm. five to six games played per day, mm. so um, so yeah, all, they're gonna be playing over sixteen um days to um get um, playoff pos- position. Yeah, and and I think they they've taken some good uh stabs at trying to uh prevent the COVID nineteen spread and epidemic pandemic because we know uh, that uh, Rudy Gobert was one of the first players, and then um. And then Donovan Mitchell, and then the, we started seeing some other players too, and that's when they shut it down. Uh, but they said that uh, they're going to have strict protocols um, with uh, yep. public health officials, medical experts. They're going to be, I think, uh, Dex, you said they're going to be tested every single day. Um, and if the player is testing positive, they're going to go ahead and get them off the team, quarantine them, make sure they get the right um, care that they need, and then um, go from there. So. They're taking, they're taking, you know, the necessary precautions to make sure that this is, uh, this gets taken care of. So, can you imagine LeBron and AD get the virus and they take them two off? Yes. Oof. Or Giannis. Is... Or Zion. <laughs> right. Don't, don't. Why would you put that in the atmosphere? <laughs> don't, don't do that. Don't do that, man. So don't, you know, it's Forget the other players, Zion and Zion. I get, I get it. I see how it works here. <laughs> I see how it works here. Yeah, no, it should be it should be some good stuff. You said when is it starting again? You said July. Um, it's it's starting around um July thirty first. July thirty first. Okay, well we look forward to that. that's good. Let's give some yeah. time to get back. And I think the finals are starting no later than like October or something. So. 
Okay, for the, okay, so they give him some time to see how that went. So I guess they so July. So I figure you figure all of July they will probably play out the season and then August. No, all of August. All of August. Then I go, August, then I go start to July thirty first. Okay, yes, that's right. So August, then September, and then October they come back to finish the playoffs. Okay, so yeah, that gave him some time to kind of see how that worked out and then kind of go over what happened and then do the playoffs and how that's going to work out. So that that that's pretty smart. That's pretty dope. Yeah, uh, they talking about starting the next season, like December 3rd, December 1st. Oh, October, November, so. December. Okay, so they give them – because they normally – because I think the players do get, normally get a two-month two month break before the seat. Well, wait, so June, July, August. Yes, they get a two-month – they get it because June is over with. That's yep. when the game's over with, so July, August. I think they get a two-month break, and then September, uh, October, they start back training with the teams and stuff so, like that. you know they've been fighting to shorten the 82-game season. Do you think they're going to go on do it now because they got the perfect opportunity to do it? Yeah. I don't think so because I think they'll be trying to get their money back. Um, all the money they lost um, this season, so I think they're going to 82 games still. What you think, Juan? Yeah, I, I, I mean, they, yeah, they probably get that money back, but it really the health of the players. I think they have to figure out what's going to happen because that uh, eighty-two games is a tedious, tedious, uh, tedious season. Like, I mean, it's 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 very tough. I mean, I don't, I've never played eighty-two games, so I can't say per, per se. But I've heard players echo that sentiment that eighty-two games is a lot. You traveling, this, that, and the other. How that's going to work with the traveling? Are they all going? Are the season going to still be? In the complex again, so we're gonna have all those teams in one complex plan, and we're not gonna have, you know, how to. So I think they're gonna have to have a conversation on how that's gonna work, and I think that I mean, it might be advantageous to shorten the league because, you know, because the health concerns with the players, and then we're not having, and then all these people have bought these season tickets and stuff like that. Are they gonna bring fans back in? Are they gonna be checking temperatures when they come in the game? Like, how is that gonna work? You know, so. Yeah, give me twenty mil a year. I played maybe two games. But your body, but you, if you a top yeah. tier, top tier athlete though, your body is gonna take a hit. Yeah, it's gonna take a, it, it's like that a twenty mil worth it though. Nah, not if you got two twenty mil. You, you know, you only play one season. You know what I'm saying? Look at a lot of guys. Have, ever, <laughs> but you gotta think about, you know, you thinking about as of the stuff you got now. Twenty million ain't a lot when you got a twenty million dollar lifestyle. That's true. You know what I'm mean? saying? Well, you can still live below, below your means. So, say for instance, say Dex is a, a player coming off the bench. She might get maybe 10, 10 minutes a game. You know, uh, is that any other 10, 15 minutes, twenty mil, 10, 15 minutes. No, you probably getting a little bit more. You probably getting 20, 30, 25, 30. Uh, I could be wrong. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong. But nigga, put me on the bench and pay me a mil. I'm good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, shoot, take that. You change that's that's changing your family life. That's changing. That's I come changing. in. I come in that last two minutes. Yeah. When we down. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Man, you come in the last two minutes, then y'all lost. Y'all lost. <laughs> but hey, ain't my <laughs> fault. True. Ain't my fault. You know, I still get my little two, four points here and there, and then keep it moving. Exactly. Averaging six points a game. Um, exactly. Coming off the bench, only, you know, averaging only five, five minutes a game. <laughs> five minutes a game. <laughs> Thompson, go. You're in. Time out. Thompson, you're out. Like, damn. <laughs> I didn't even get a chance to breathe. Can I even smell the wood, hardwood? Like, come on, man. I'm like, what? Or like on 2K and they put you in with eight seconds left? Right. Like, put you in in the fourth quarter, eight seconds left. It's like, bro, I I, I can't be effective here. Like, how can I be effective here? Man, 
Good game. You know, I'm, telling, I'm telling my family to come to the game. Scotty Pimpin. I'm right. I'm telling the, I'm, I ain't going in. I ain't going in. But you see, Scotty Pippen was the number two player in the league. But um, my mind, so, you know, I'm telling my family to come to the game, come to the game. They're like, oh, what are they going to get in? They, they say, you know, time out. Times you coming back out. We don't need you in here. I'll be happy because I'm in the NBA. <laughs> can, can you imagine uh, coming in averaging five um, minutes a game and get hurt? Oh, my God. Dog. Yeah, you're cutting the thing. You trash, dog. They're like, sir, we're going to be just going to be, you know what? We're going to cut you're your. Like, you trash. You're going to cut your 10-day to a two-day. Actually, and today was your last day. Bye. <laughs> Go back to the Milwaukee oh. herd, Wisconsin herd. <laughs> so, dang, I got all these deer on my jerseys. <laughs> go back to Marquette. Go, go back, right. Go back to the Golden Eagle. Um, go back to the – right. Now I got – you know, you're trying to fight for that one deer on your shirt, but you got like three or four deers on your shirt. You're in the D-League. <laughs> oh, man. You're like, I'm trying to get with uh, – what's the dog? Bingo. Banjo. Banjo. I'm trying to get with Banjo, and I got Banjo – uh, Rudolph, <laughs> comment, <laughs> comment on my jersey. <laughs> all these damn deer on my jersey. No, but uh, the D League is very, very successful for a lot of players though um, to come in and, and work. So I'm not down in the D League, but I'm just joking. Like it's funny though. I mean, they getting paid. They getting paid. They getting paid. They getting paid. Get paid. But you, but you end. It's not like you got the. Uh, I forgot what player that it is. Does you got a dual contract where you play in the NBA, then you also play in the D League? I could do that. But, I think Taco like that, right? Yeah, I think that, so. That's all, dude. Yeah, I think so. So, I don't think they give him a fair shot, though. Man, yeah, yeah. But I, that kind of him in. I was watching like they were saying like college players playing against NBA players, and man, somebody got they tail whoop. I don't know what college player it was, but I mean, I forgot. I didn't see what NBA player it was, but they was getting popped, dog. So it's it's definitely a difference from college to NBA. So you gotta definitely be ready, and like your talent gotta be definitely there. So. Definitely something that's tough. So, so yeah. So uh, if you haven't um, checked out the, what's going on with the NBA, definitely do that. Speaking of NBA, I want to talk about. Uh, we're gonna get into. We said earlier, you know, how sports and politics intertwine together. Let's talk about uh, Giannis, Sterling Brown, and Brooke Lopez, and other members of the Milwaukee Bucks. They joined the protest on 27th in Wisconsin on Saturday um, to help. You know, to help protest against the uh, the injustices that's been going on here against Black people. Um, especially spewing from the death or murder of um, George Floyd in Minneapolis. Um, hey, hey, and I'm sorry, I want to bring up that girl too because she died yeah, this year. Yeah, I was gonna, nobody ain't even. Yeah, I was going to uh, bring her up. I was going to bring her up, Breonna Taylor. Uh, we talked about, yeah. we personally talked about her. I know we talked about her two, about two episodes ago, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Breonna Taylor, who's the EMT, she's 26 years old. She, she just had her birthday, I believe, this past Saturday or Friday. Uh, so rest in peace to her. Her killers are still not uh, arrested. I think they're reopening the case up. Um, as you mentioned, her boyfriend was uh, detained, but then they let him go. Um, and he, she was in Louisville, Kentucky. We're now also not going to forget about Ahmad Arbery, who we talked about as well, too, fought his life um, against these two um, white male, uh, white men, supremacists, uh, white supremacists uh, that killed him for just jogging. 
Uh, they thought he was uh, a criminal. But, you know, when you're black and you're jogging, when you're black, getting, going to the grocery store, when you're black, anything, you're a criminal. Uh, so uh, we definitely want to go ahead. But it's something about this, this George Floyd death that kind of really sparked, broke the camel's back. And uh, a lot of people are just standing up. A lot of people have been protesting. I, I'm hoping and praying that this is not just some type of thing that gets brushed under the rug. We do it one day, and then next thing you know, we're done. But no, I think I think a lot of people are really um, uh, working to see a change, and we're starting to see changes around here. So, uh, but in this case, though, the Bucks members, Giannis, once again, Sterling Brown, Brook Lopez, and other members, um, they went ahead and joined. The protests, they were out there. They had their I Can't Breathe t-shirts on. And, yeah, uh, so there's an activist here in Milwaukee by the name of Frank Nitty, um, uh, this uh, second, I believe. And he's been out kind of uh, initiating a lot of the protests and things of that nature. He's been really kind of uh, out here kind of letting people know, like, hey, there's, there's a lot going on here in Milwaukee as well. Uh, he's been arrested a couple times here. Um, but he's been really working to, to, to put change towards the city of Milwaukee. So um, even so that his life has even been threatened by some white, uh, white supremacist saying that we see him, we're going to kill him. So, um, yeah, so uh, Di, uh, Dante DiVincenzo is looking through here. So we've been seeing a lot of this. Uh, what are your thoughts about this, athletes getting involved in the protests? What are your thoughts about that? I think they should because they uh, a lot of these white folks been trying to uh, silence them. Like back in what 2018, I don't remember, but they were talking about shut up and dribble and yeah. all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I think they need to show that, hey man, we more than just sports, man. These guys, they don't. I don't care. I don't care if they didn't get no degree in college. These college, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. People that went to college and all this, so they ain't dummies. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I just feel like, man, they need to be the in all sports, not just basketball, all the sports, especially the black sports, it's football too. I think they be, need to be the main one to show these white folks we ain't just entertainers, man. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That's I true. think, mm-hmm. I think it's great because, like, like, even with Sterling Brown, he was harassed by the police before. Yeah, here more. So, yeah. Um, I think it's good they you know standing out with um with everybody protesting. I just hope that it don't affect the NBA season um, coming up, but yeah. but yeah, they should be out there. Yeah, they make no. so much from they make so much from the community. Um, probably, you know, it, it, they bank on us coming to these games, and so it's definitely important for them to show their solitude with uh, what's been going on. Um, and like I said, politics and sports have just been interwoven so much. Now, even Michael Jordan and the Nike brand uh, and the Jordan brand is uh, donating a hundred million dollars uh, for the next ten years to uh, help organizations of racial inequality, the racial equality, social justice, and education uh, access uh, as a response to the death of George Floyd. Um, So this is very huge. We know we talked about, um, you know, Jordan, the Jordan doc, the last dance. We talked about how uh, there was a situation where he said that, you know, Republicans buy shoes too, and how, um, you know, he was going to support I believe it was the governor of North Carolina or South Carolina, if I'm not mistaken, and um, and he kind of didn't say anything, or but he did donate money to the cause, but he just didn't say anything. And you know, at that time, it was really not heard of of athletes, you know, talking and speaking out politically. But now here's this chance to go ahead and make things right. Let me ask you this: mm-hmm. uh, you know, and I love Jordan. He is one of the uh, greatest players, and I don't spent a lot of money on his shoes, but. Uh, 
like, do you think he just did this so nobody? The people look at Jesus and at the doctors. He was just a whole different type of player. Like he was just like an idol, so they wanted him to speak up. So do you think George still feel like people look at him that way? So he felt like he needed to do something, so he wouldn't be in the uh, you know, you know, wouldn't be criticized, or he actually did it from kind of his heart. Well, I, I mean, I don't know if this was a Jordan thing. I think, I, I think, because uh, Jordan, is, that is his brand, and I know he probably has a lot to say, but he has people, put people in place to make the right decisions. However, I, people, yeah, people I mean, that, Nike, Nike is part of Jordan. That is his. Oh, cutting out there. I think you're trying to say Nike was. A lot of. Say, say it one more time. You said Nike what? And Nike is a, a big holder. Well, I, I, I think y'all. Your, your phone, your phone's yeah, still cutting out. out there pretty bad. But I think you said Nike and Nike and Jordan. I, what I was saying more so of Jordan having, you know, like the so the person that made this announcement was the chairman of the Jordan brand, which was uh, Craig, it was Craig Williams, who uh, kind of made that or not that announcement that there is still more work for us to do drive real impact for the black community uh we we embrace the responsibility what i was going to reply was to say that this is not to say jordan is one of those players that don't put it because there wasn't social media back in the day so jordan didn't put everything out there what he did there's i I believe he 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 hired a lot of black people he have uh sponsored a lot of black athletes and stuff like that so he's done things in the background but because of just the way he was back in the day I think a lot of people are using it, but I don't think he. Do, I don't think he does. Jordan, Jordan not, doesn't have to do anything for anybody uh, of his image. He made his money. He did what he did. He's the athlete that he is. I think now it's just more so of doing the right thing, or continuing to do the right thing. I should say. Yeah, I think. Um, was, he, was he asking a question like, "Do you think Jordan is doing this?" Um, like, what, what kind? Of- Rephrase that question he was asking. I think he said something like it was Jordan. Bigger, I think you were saying like Jordan kind of do this to kind of get the backlash off of him for being, you know, I guess an asshole. Is that right? Oh, got you. I think um, I think any celebrity is 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 trying to do something because you know at the end of, everybody got a platform and you know everybody gonna look at them like why you ain't using your platform. So I think that's what every celebrity that's that's just coming out same thing. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Like I said, a lot of a lot of celebrity though they don't use social media to put their shit out. I mean, put their stuff out there. So, so it's kind of like like I said, Jordan has always been private, and still for the most part is private. This doc, I mean, that doc really, I mean, because I I lived during that time, I wasn't young enough, old enough to comprehend. The doctors kind of clarified a lot of things that a lot, especially the older people, clarified a lot of things that they already knew. There wasn't really nothing new that they that uh, they learned from this doc. Maybe a few things here and there. So. Um, I, I I mean I just think this is on brand. It's, so ten million dollars for ten years. Uh, no, I'm sorry, a hundred million dollars for ten years. How much is that? Is that a hundred mil every year or for the next all together? Yeah, all, no, no, no. Uh, let me see. Hold on, let me read that again. Oh, over the next ten years, contribute a hundred million dollars over the next ten years. Okay, so all together cumulatively, it'll be a hundred million dollars. So ten ten million a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So ten million a year. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
That's what's up. There's a lot of money. That's a lot of money in the grand scheme of things. There's a lot of money. I mean, ten million dollars. I don't know how many um, platforms are going to be used. Or how many? Uh, what? Who's he's going to? They're going to donate to or what have you? But that that's that's a lot of money. Is Oprah doing I hope, something? I hope. Mm-hmm. I hope some way. I hope some way they just put it into the that. neighborhoods. You said what? I hope some way they just put it into the neighborhoods. Yeah, put it directly into the neighborhoods. They have to put it directly into the neighborhoods because that's that's who needed the most. And that's what a lot of these um, a lot of these cities and mayors are defunding police departments and putting it back into black neighborhoods. Now our and, I, mm-hmm. and you know I, I kind of changing it. You know I can't remember which uh, city or state whatever it was, but a mayor took a lot of money out of the police department. Yeah, that was L.A. And, L.A. Yeah, and, and put it into the neighborhood. Yeah, that was L.A. Yeah, he took he defunded the uh, police L.A. The police department because even over there they have a lot of issues with uh, police brutality, as we know. With um, uh, what's his name? Oh my God, just slipping my head in my head. Uh, Rodney King, uh, with that with that issue that happened. Um, but yeah, so and our chief our chief of police here, uh, Morales, um, com- compared himself or compared the police to Jesus. I, Big Hell, you probably wouldn't even hear this, but. He said that the police department or police is being crucified just like Jesus Christ. And that is a God complex. When you say something like that, that you're being crucified like Jesus Christ, no. Stop killing people. Stop killing people innocently. Jesus Christ Jesus Christ was a, a man that was, you know, trying to help folks. And he was in the, he was in the community. He was a, he was a, If you want to just break it down to the, its essence or its core, not taking away from Jesus' power or anything like that, Trust me, I believe he has power. But if you want to just take the just, just take it down to the essence, Jesus was a customer service. He was in customer service. He was helping people out that needed help, and he was out there in the front lines doing what he needed to do. He was customer service. He was an activist. He was radical. He was everything. So radical that they eventually killed him because of his, his stance and belief because they didn't believe he was he was uh, the son of God. But I'm not even. This is not a religious podcast. I just want to say that's. It's ridiculous what the, uh, what uh, Chief Morales said, and we need to call for his job because that's that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. <laughs> but uh, but back to uh, athletes and uh, athletes and politics, uh, which could be an episode. The uh, name of the episode. I'm gonna put that down there. Athletes and politics. But uh, Roger Goodell, Roger Goodell uh, issued an apology as well too. Uh, Roger Goodell is the commissioner of uh, the NFL. Um and uh Big Hill, you say you say you say you want to say something about Roger Goodell? Goodell? Um, uh, I just wanna know do you uh do y'all feel like is it sincere? Like uh, he, he just doing it cause he know he got a lot of black workers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so let me get a backstory real quick. So Roger Goodell kinda basically uh apologized for just the way the league has handled uh this social injustice and um, inequality amongst black player, black people, because, like you said, they do have a lot of black players in the league, and actually the black players make up the majority of the league, um, and they provide them with jobs. And uh, he didn't mention Colin Kaepernick's name per se, but you can definitely there are references there saying we got it wrong. Uh, yeah, we didn't, we yeah. didn't, we didn't take, we didn't take the necessary precautions that we should have to listen, to listen exactly, and and let these players be heard. And now here we are with the George Floyd, and, and a lot of like a lot of companies outside of even athletes are doing things like this, where they're acknowledging Black Lives, and, and 
we'll talk about that a little bit later as well too um uh towards uh towards the end here but uh yeah like it yeah, so you're saying you think – I think he got it wrong. I don't know if Roger Goodell is sincere. So the way the NFL is structured, the owners kind of run the league. Roger Goodell is the commissioner. So his job is to kind of oversee, you know, kind of make sure every, make sure everybody is kind of on one accord. Uh, but the owners run the show. The owners run the show. They do something with their league, with their team, their organization. Um they do that with the organization. And, you know, the owners kind of get together. They, they kind of come together and decide how they want to do this, this, that, and the other. They somewhat get the players involved in certain things. I believe they have an, they play an extra game this year, if I'm not mistaken. But Yeah, they, yeah, they, uh, that's uh, not this year, but that's for the, the life of the NFL. They, uh, they, they allow them, the players to smoke weed now. Yeah. Now, did they, get them, they didn't get them free health care, right? Or is that? Uh, that's still in the work, and I don't think they passed that one yet. Okay. They're trying to get free health care for the players and the retired players. And the retired players, so lifelong health care. Because, you know, we know football is a strenuous game. It really takes a toll on your body. I have a friend that's in the NFL, and he sends us workout pictures of how he has to really focus on his body and his mental state, too, because when you take hits like that, you these players are these players are hurting. He has to go and train. Um, he has his own individual trainers and stuff like that. So you have to really take care of your body and, and what you put in your body as well, too. He definitely gets on us about that. So I know firsthand that, you know, it's very tough. Um, it's very tough to do this in the NFL. Uh, so, so yeah. So, um, and I'm, I guess we could take a little aside, too. Like I said, er, well, I kind of alluded to earlier, even in video games, we're seeing companies uh, – uh, talk about Black Lives Matter. Um, if you, we've all played Call of Duty. We saw Call of Duties where it said that you know Black Lives Matter. Uh, I haven't played 2K yet since it ha- since everything has happened. Yeah, I don't 2K. Believe. But 2K yeah. got it, and you can uh, get them shirts. You know the shirt that everybody got to say I can't breathe. Oh wow! Okay. Like yes. You can put that on your mouth, player. Okay, so that 2K, <laughs> 2K has it as well too. What are your thoughts about that? What are your thoughts about that? Like the gaming community taking a Taking uh, man, not precautions, but you know, talking about it. Man, I love it, man. I just, I, I think this need to be worldwide. Mm-hmm. It had, it had that got out of hand, man. Like it just got ridiculous, man. You know, even the people that's getting covered up, cause you never know. It these people just, it just, it just coming out. But there's probably a lot more people that done died. You a know what I mean? A lot more. You know what I'm saying? This year. So I think it's, just, I think it's good that everybody that. I don't care if they they not sincere. I don't care about that. They, you know, or they just doing it so people won't be on their back. You know, as long as they putting it out there. You know what I mean? So I, I, I'm happy about that. You know what I'm saying? How do you feel, Dex, when you turn on the game and you see Black Lives Matter? How does that make you feel? I, I feel good. Like, with 2K, it's probably a lot of black people playing. And it's good to know that, you know, they, they you know, they, 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 you know, they feel Black Lives Matter if they if they really do. Um, you know, it's probably nothing for them to throw some shirts on there to, you know, code it right in there. But hopefully it's sincere. But I think I think it's great to see, you know, you know, we feeling Black Lives Matter. And we, we might want to throw one of those shirts on our my player. No problem. Yeah. Yeah. Because our my players are black. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, I, 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 mean, I we might want to keep them motherfuckers on. You know what I mean? Exactly. Stop wearing them. 
Yeah, I might. I had to say I'm going to get 2K no more DC money. Shoot. <laughs> oh, damn. That's another way to get money for them, too. <laughs> I, I bet they, you they free. Because they did that with the COVID. They did that with the COVID shirts. Um, with the, all, they the, off the all the flags. All the flags. You, all the flags they did. Like, all the American flags. Like, we all in this together. And you can get those shirts for free. So, I'm pretty sure those are free. Uh, uh, I ain't going to the store and look. Huh? I ain't going to go to the store and even look. Oh, so. okay. I'm pretty sure they're free. I'm gonna jump on there and get some for they gone. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're free. I'm gonna check out check it out myself. But I love the talk. I love it. I, I love the acknowledgement. But I, we need action. I want actionable items. That's one of my one of my new words, my new phrases I've been using lately. Actionable items. Yes, great. Cause you you all these games, video game companies, they 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 uh they profit off of black culture. The way our dance moves, uh, uh, the emotes oh, yeah. and everything like that. Even the black players. Uh, you know, play the game. Even even the uh, um, the curators on the game. Uh, you know, Big Hill. I know you used to Big Hill Game, and you play the game, and you you know you you know you, uh, you help promote the game by live streaming and stuff like that. You're getting people to play that game for, and you're doing it for free right now for 2K. So they need to. They always need to, a black. Always a black player on the cover. Always a black player on the cover. So you definitely have to. We. I want to see some some things. What are you doing? What are you putting money into? You know, this, that, and the other. So happy that they're acknowledging it. And uh, how they're going to combat some of the racist things that are said online, too. If you've been playing uh, games as long oh, as we have, oh, my goodness. You don't know, understand some of the racist stuff that these gamers say online. They call you nigger they call, like, with the ER. Like, they call you nigger. Uh, they call you a black monkey. Like, if you win in and stuff like that, you know we winning because, you know, that's our game. We play basketball. That's our thing. But you know we winning, especially Call of Duty. Call of Duty was another one uh, I think I mentioned. Uh, that you know, when you turn it on, it says Black Lives Matter, and a lot of we're starting to see a lot of white racist gamers getting pissed off because they're saying that they don't want to play these games because they feel like their lives matter too. And if I all, mean, I, mm-hmm. you don't play, I I, yeah. I can't see them. It's gonna be hard for them to stop something like that. The only thing, the only way they'll be able to stop racist people from playing the game is if you report them. You know yeah, what I'm I would saying? say get better with their reporting with their reporting habits. Like, how quickly are you to report? Uh, to respond to these reports and then cutting these cutting these accounts off of these games, you know what I mean? Because uh-huh. if you buy, because that that should be a this, it, it is a violation of uh, uh, it's a violation that should be a violation uh, rule, I guess, on your game. If somebody is doing hate speech or anything like that, that even if you bought the game, you can't sue you can't sue the company because you said something racist. You agreed to play this game and not be racist, and mm-hmm. you deserve to get sued. So. So, yeah, so, I mean, excuse my French, but fuck them. <laughs> That's how I feel. Right. That's how I feel at that. If you, if you on here and you're a racist, fuck you. Fuck you. Like, you, know, you don't need to buy the game. You don't need to buy the game. And if all lives matter, then you should be able to, you should have no problem saying black lives matter. I don't, I don't, I don't I never understood that logic. Yes, your life matter too, but my life, my but y'all life matters. Dying. But y'all not dying at the rate that we're dying. And on top of that, if all lives matter, you, black lives matter too. We're part of that then. So say black lives matter. It doesn't make any sense. I told somebody that before, and they were like, well, uh, they were, then they stopped talking. And I'm like, because it doesn't make any sense. It's stupid. It's stupid. It's just like I heard, uh, I was listening to something, and uh, they was uh, having a whole debate about the black lives matter situation. And the uh, person sent a text message to this person talking about, a lot of people probably heard about this. I can't. I think it was Shannon Sharp that did it on Undisputed, saying that uh, 
showing that the rape there is more white people getting killed by police, but it's more white people in the world. Yeah. Yeah. So you can't you can't you can't compare the two. Yeah. When yeah. it's way more of y'all here than us. True. And that's true. And but we're but we're we make up what maybe I, I wanna say about six to thirteen percent of the population, but we make up forty to almost fifty percent of the population in jail. That doesn't that statistically that doesn't make sense. Exactly. So it don't. So because we're not inherently criminals, we something's not right. We're being over policed. And when you're over policed, what happens is that of course crime is gonna go up. Of course you're gonna you're gonna get more see more violations, you're gonna see more issues because the police is there oftentimes, and then those police officers, they need to hit a quota sometimes, and they're going to get you on shit that you didn't even do, or they're going to get you on little petty things that could be a slap on the wrist or just a ticket or a citation. So, so yeah. Hey, man, it was this white woman on Instagram, and I need to repost this white woman, because she was, I like what she was, she was saying that, you know, a lot of white people talking about how we have crimes and, and all that stuff, but she had said we've been oppressed for so long and now we stressed, and you know, stress leads to, you know, a lot of other things. You yeah, know what I'm saying? High blood pressure. Hello, I got it. Yeah, man. And she was speaking the truth, man. And that woman needs to be reposted by every black person. I yeah, yeah, like people don't understand the inherent, uh, like just the inherent stress that we have. Like it's it's tough because. You don't understand, like, yeah, you say it's the food we eat, but it's also just the stress of just being black in America and being black, period, when we go places. I was talking to this um, with somebody, in, uh, with Reese, I believe, and one of the things, like, when we go out the country, like, we have to, so white people, y'all go out the country, y'all can look at the hotel, the food, the crime, but y'all look at the crime, but we have to look and see if that country racist. Do they like black people? Because if we go there and they like, they don't like, they don't like black people. Then you know what I'm saying like it's it's issue the way we talked about this we're gonna talk about insecure but if y'all saw that insecure with Molly going and uh, going to get her towel and, you oh, know yeah. you think you think that's just a little simple thing but why didn't you ask the white person for the towel and then when I get there I have to have a card what's going on you know what I'm saying so little stuff like that you have to really consider that um, and that was stupid to me I'm like, like she is clearly inside the hotel. Yeah. 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 Like, they just letting anybody walk to the pool. Yeah, yeah. like that didn't make no sense. Right. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, yeah. So, and let's get into Drew Brees. Uh, speaking of just gaming and, and, and uh, since we're here, uh, Drew Brees. Uh, Bigger, you want to talk about that? Because I know you brought this up. I, I don't want to take this topic away from you. But, yeah, go ahead and talk about Drew Brees. Well, he, he, he was. Uh, oh, you cut, yeah. chop, you're chopping up a little bit. Yeah, I'm chopping up. Y'all hear me? Yeah, we can hear you now. Man, he did like all white folks do, you know. Uh, he was, it was on Yahoo Sports, I think. Mm-hmm. And I, it's almost like a setup question because they, you know, they were asking, asked him about is he going to protest when the season starts back? And, you know, what, what you mean by that? Is you going to uh, uh, take a knee when they do the national anthem? That's pretty much how they're going to put it. But I feel like he's smart enough to know don't answer that question the wrong way. You know what I mean? Mm. So Is basically, he? I want to say he, you know, I want to say he was set up because I like Drew Brees. And I'm not a Saints fan, but I like him. But he got to talking about just the what all the white folks were talking about from when uh, Colin Kaepernick was doing it. It was about disrespecting the flag. 
and, and everybody was saying you still don't understand. It's not about the soldiers and and, and whatever. They're talking about my grandfather and my great grandfather uh, was in the war, and every time I look at the flag, it brings tears to my eyes because I know what they did. But it's not about that. So he got a lot of backlash off of that because he made those comments. And people was telling him, like, you still don't understand. We going through all this, and you don't understand what's going on in the world. And it's, and, and you, and it's not about this. So that's pretty much, I hope I explained it. Yeah, yeah, you did. You did. I'm actually going to go ahead and play the clip exactly what you were talking about and then from Yahoo Sports. And it's only about 56 seconds, so check it out. Uh, here's Drew Brees uh, talking about uh, how he's not going to um, respect anyone that not respecting the flag. I will never agree with anybody um, disrespecting the flag of the United States of America or our country. Let me just tell you what I see or what I feel when the national anthem is played and when I look at the, the flag of the United States. I envision my two grandfathers who fought for this country during World War II, one in the Army and one in the Marine Corps, both risking their lives to protect our country and to try to make our country and this world a better place. And is everything right with our country right now? No, it's not. We still have a long way to go. But I think what you do by standing there and showing respect to the flag with your hand over your heart is it shows unity. Yeah, so that's what Drew, Drew Brees said. Um, he, uh, after, he has since apologized. Uh, he even sent his apology and uh, even called out Trump saying, hey, you know, we need to respect black people. You know, I guess uh, my brother said, you know, when that CTE kicks in, you don't know when it's going to kick in. It just sounded, he said it just kind of sounded like it came out the blue of him saying that. And then he really recant, like he just right away recanted what he said. So it's kind of like, like, he, like he just flipped the switch off and started talking this crazy. And he flipped the switch back on like, oh, snap, well, what did I say? Well, he didn't. He didn't apologize right away. A lot of his teammates hit him up. It was like, and then he had a uh, the coach called a meeting. They all did a Zoom meeting. All the black teammates, all of them, and they sat down and talked to him. I know it ain't that quick, but, you know, yeah. to get a full understanding of everything. But one thing that I, me and my barber were talking, one thing that I wish he did in the apology was like, I'm willing to learn more about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Instead of just apologizing, it would have made it more like, okay, you kind of get that you messed up. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. You right. know, but I, I, I think you know a lot of people talking to him, and he's probably getting more of understanding. You know what I'm saying? And you know, you know he know he messed up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. Dex, what are your thoughts or some of the thoughts of, you know, kind of what he said about the flag and, and th or even just the NFL in general about Colin Kaepernick, how, about them getting it wrong? I think, um, I think he should get that man his job back. You think he'll get his job back? That's another question. Um, I, I think Bree should just be quiet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Be quiet. He man. on damage control now. He ain't better be quiet. Shut, shut up. Yeah. Shut your ass up. Yeah, that's the best thing to do in this time. If you don't silence is violence, but at the same time, if you not if you not well versed on what's going on, do some research and shut up until you do. 
because you you do more harm than good than talking and not know what you're talking about. I know people say that all the time, like, you know, if you silence around this time, no. Be silent if you don't know what you're talking about. Be Shut up if you don't know what you're talking about because you can do more harm than good. Um, well, than, I'm going to say talking. this, though. I, I want some people to mess up, though, because it, it give them the, the – if they are uh, the type of person that's willing to get out of their own way to figure out, maybe he needed to be a best up to understand that thing. You know, I didn't think about it that way because mm-hmm. when you got the mindset of, it's this way or the highway, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes it take that backlash and then people to explain to you to actually get out of your head that, hey, I was wrong. So maybe he actually do see that he wrong, that, that he's wrong. No, you see, know what I'm saying? See, my thing is this. If you're going to mess up, mess up in private. Don't mess up in public because now, now the public perception is is that you're apologizing because you were wrong and that people, your sales going to drop, people ain't going to like you, your teammates ain't going to like you. This, that, and the other. No, 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 no. You, polish, uh, you see, mess up in public. Mess up in public. You can't. I mean, mess up in private. That's, the, that's what I was saying. I is he, is he apologizing for his brand, or is he apologizing because he really mean it? We don't know. But just the thing, though, Drew Brees didn't just come out and, and make this statement. You know what I'm saying? It's a difference when you just get on the mind and just start talking out the side of your head. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And nobody asked him. It, it was an interview that they asked him this question, and he gave them my answer. You know what I mean? So I always kind of, that's why I'm trying to give him, you know, he wrote, you know, about what he said, but I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt that he, it was a question that was asked to him. You know what I mean? And, 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 and therefore, I, and there's another football player that wrote a test picture saying on the superior white people should have a guns. That's different. That nigga need to be, you know what I'm saying, thrown throw to the wolves. You know, there wasn't no question asked of him. But, you know what I'm saying, Drew Brees, I kind of trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, I can't. I can't give him the benefit of the doubt because we know you know what the issue is about. You know we we've, we've talked about it over and over again. This is why I'm talking about that white people privilege that you can you can just say, well, you know, it's about no, 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 no. You know what this issue is about. The issue is about if you didn't know if you got that. I don't. I don't even know what the question was, but I know I just I just hear the response. But if you keep saying oh, that, I don't. You, mm-hmm. Oh, is so you going to protest? Because he he knew he, he, he knew he knew before. Is. Yeah. So I, I don't. And this is like that I'm trying to say. It's a lot of. It's a lot of. We everybody stubborn in a way. You got a stubborn way. You know, Dex and I got a stubborn way. <laughs> That's true. So I just, I just feel like you know what I'm saying. I feel like you got to mess up when you got a certain way. You got to mess up to be like, damn. I, I guess I should have listened. You know what I'm saying? But you got to be the person that's willing to listen. And, and, and uh, that's one thing that I'm trying to learn. Like, why, I hate white I ain't going to say I hate white people. This is a whole podcast, and I'm getting it like we having a personal conversation. <laughs> <laughs> so I hate white people. No. I, I, look, I don't trust white people. I hate I'm white power. Puppet. I hate the white power, white, white supremacists. Yeah, yeah, I don't trust a lot of white people. I ain't talking about all white people. I don't trust a lot of white people. You live in the South. But... Uh, you live in the South. Exactly. That 
You live in the South. And, that, and I got to bring up a topic on this, but I don't trust a lot of white people. But, you know, we still got the, they still people, though. You got some stuff around white people, but they still people. Just like they need to see that we just people, too. So yeah. the, same, the same thing that we do, like I said, the stubbornness, because I'm real stubborn, and my wife tell me that all the time. It, you have to make these mistakes. He just got to be willing to learn that he made a mistake and he need to listen to what's going on and learn. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm a black guy. I don't even know a lot of the things that happened, you know, during the racist times or what's happening now. I'm learning more. You know what I mean? For mm-hmm. this making me learn more about my race with all this stuff going on. You know what I'm saying? So he just got to be doing what I'm doing, learning more, watch videos, read, whatever you got to do. Just he, learn what's going on, you know what I'm saying? Is he learning or just protecting his brand? Mm, that's a good question. I, I mean, we don't know that. We we don't know that. Because he was kneeling. Either, he was kneeling before. So how do you say you can't respect somebody for kneeling? And then I guess I guess his kneeling was probably a kneeling against police brutality. But that's not. But my, that's my that's my thing. We know that Colin Kaepernick was not kneeling against the flag. He was kneeling against police brutality, and you were kneeling before. I can't let you slide, bro. What, what's going on? No, nah, no, nah, you didn't make a mistake. You're protecting your brand. Sound like to me you're protecting your brand. And I, I mean, even if he is protecting his brand, you know what I'm saying, you still need to some way just figure out what's going on. I'm and not I get what you're saying. I'm out of here. I'm not going to catch no ball from no nigga that. that. Probably just. <laughs> I don't care about nah, finding out. Wait, well, I'm sorry. I ain't gonna say that. You probably don't care about finding out what's going on. Like, just y'all protect my money. Yeah, and he probably is learning. And to John's point, he probably is learning. He probably is learning. Yeah, but you got knocked upside the head. Shut the when fuck you up and up. protect your brand. Exactly. Like at the end it. of the day, when you, when you social when these social issues, because I uh, I was reading an article about his wife. His wife said we're. You know, we're the problem. Meaning that him, Drew Brees, and the white people that think that way are the problem. Uh, her and Drew Brees, and you know, she was saying like, you know, he said they're devoted Christians and stuff like that. Great, but at the same time, at the same time, uh, you gotta understand that it's as a Christian, you should know that it's not right to treat people wrong. And that's that's just fundamental. That's just fundamental. Period. Even if you're not a Christian, it's not the golden rule. We talked we talked the golden rule in, in kindergarten is treat people the way you want to be treated. Do you want to be? Have a knee on your neck, or do you do you want to get spit on? Do you want to get? I bet you don't. So treat people, treat black people the same way that you would want to be treated, and everything will be fine. And I think that's the issue now. Like with Drew Brees, yeah, I'm probably coming down on him hard, but I think white people need to understand in this era right now what's going on. Either, like I said, excuse my French again, either shut the fuck up or speak up, speak up and know what you're talking about, or get some resources. But see, that's the thing, though. That's the thing that I'm trying to get y'all to like see. We need more white people to make that mistake that he made because even if he is protecting the brand, he is reversing it in a way that he's putting it out there. Because you got that white woman, uh, I can't think of her name. She was she worked for CNN, the one that told LeBron James and, and KD no, to shut up Fox. and dribble. Oh, uh, she worked for Fox. Okay, yeah. the one that told LeBron James. You got a woman like her that's uh saying that told. What's called them to get away from politics, but talk, said Drew Brees is a good Christian man, and he did he doing the same thing. So we need more white people to make that mistake instead of white tricks like her 
that ain't learning. He made a mistake. Now he's backtracking. I don't care if he's trying to uh, protect a brand of what he's putting out there that I made a mistake. You can either believe it or not. I made a mistake, and I'm starting to understand more about this situation. I'm going so we you. need more white yeah. people to push it. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to forgive you until you start putting money into black black organizations that need the, the funding. And w once I hear about that, you can you can talk all you can talk as much as you want to. I've learned, I've changed. Put your money where your mouth is. I want to see you put some money in there. I, I'm tired of white people talking about, oh, you know, I made a mistake and this, that, and this. No, put your money where your mouth is. Put your millions where your mouth is and say, you know what? I, mean, I made a mistake. I mean, I'm going to do that. And he probably has done that already. I, I, but I mean, to... see, that's the thing. That's the thing. Like, I, I still, white people can put all the money that they want. They, they still, they still away. I, I well, mean, that's fine. I, that's fine. But you, you know, got your money, though. I, I, care, I just I feel what? like I just feel like I just feel like I don't care if you're talking or putting your money. If you feel a way, you feel a way. I'd rather you more than anything. And I get what you say. You know, put your money to change the, the whole situation. But I, I want, I want the world to be more aware. You know what I'm saying that's my own. But I want the world to really understand because we need to. Because uh, I think white people listen to white people. I don't care how much they kill each other. You know, talk bad about That's each true. other. White people help white people. So if you got more white people saying, dang, this is effed up, it ain't it ain't about they they the one that really need to provide the money that like the, the, the governors and the senator, whoever changed the laws, I don't know all that. Whoever changed all these retarded laws, these retarded amendments and all that stuff, these white people we need them to work together. So I don't care about the money. I want laws changed. Yeah. Then money will come in. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I mean, I want more people. So yeah, you so you saying you want more people to start working together and and, and uh, more white people to work together and make these changes? I agree, but I still I think myself and Reese we talked about this. I guess I want to get y'all opinions. I feel like in order for us to really make some good ch changes within the black community, we got to get our money for We got to get our money together first. And Dex, I want to ask you this. What are your thoughts? Should we work on policy first or should we work on money first? Policy meaning changing some of these laws in our, to make it better in our favor, or should we work, uh, or work on getting our money together first? I think... Hey, um, we can have all the money in the world. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, bigger. You you cutting out? Let me see what I'm hearing from Dex real quick. You cutting out? That's a good question. Um, maybe money. Maybe start spending our like. I don't know if you listen to um, Bully and the Beast, but Wax was talking about it, about um, all of us putting putting all our dollars with the black community, building building our own areas, spending our dollars among each other. So maybe maybe money. Cause money drives a lot of stuff, so I don't know. Biggie, what you about to say? Y'all hear me? Yeah, we can hear you a little bit better now. You're kind of cutting up a little bit. We can hear you a little bit better. Say policy because y'all hear me? Yeah. I say policy because they can still come living on the white man's land. Now you, because it, it, it's gonna be hard to do. You know, I heard what Dick said. It's gonna be hard to do what Wax was talking about. You know, you it's heard just gonna take more people. Uh, you heard him. You listened to the episode. Yeah, he was saying buy by the land. You know, cool, but I'm kind of with L'Oreal. We still own their property. You know, they land. 
they still can come in and do whatever they want to do to us. I think we need to work on policies first, and then, uh, uh, and then work on money. You know, you or get the if the policies change. It's like me and my brother was talking about. You know, we were talking about how they looting the the, the looters and stuff is burning the black people, but they should be burning the white people. And, and one of the things is white people can loot something and get it back right there. They can file bankruptcy or something else. But if a black person loses a business, it's going to be hard for them to start back. Because they get running away from the taxes and we running the business ourselves. And all this. But that's what I'm saying. Money comes in. There's not gonna. Of course, you can get a policy that maybe uh. uh I feel like if I ain't opportunity, I'll cut now. Yeah, you cut now. Pop, pop out and pop out and pop back in real quick. But uh, what are we saying? Um, right. Yeah, what's that? Because I, I think it might help out a little bit, or it might be just the area. But as, as we mentioned, you know, we're we're a podcast where we work, we still work, and still do our thing. So once again, ten episodes <laughs> in, you know, what's going on. there you go. Um. I, I think policy policy is great, and I'm not, I'm not saying we shouldn't even think about that. I think the first steps is I think we should get our money together because there's no policy that can tell me how to spend my money and where to spend my money. You know what I mean? There's no policy that can do that. So we have to get our money together. And to Big Hill's point, if we tear, if a building burns down, I, I just saw actually I just saw an article earlier where it says that if a building burned down. Uh, yeah, turn your volume down a little bit. Uh, hey, I can barely hear y'all. I'm trying to push it in my head. Okay, there you go. There you go. It's probably it's probably you put your headset in. There is a, uh, there is there is no policy that tells me how to spend my money. Uh, there's a man I was just watching on Twitter. Uh, his house burned down, and he has five daughters, five kids. I, 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 I'm gonna say five kids. I don't know if he had daughters. It was all daughters. And they just we just ran a GoFund. Well, not we, but black people. And other people help run a GoFundMe. Now this man got four hundred, four hundred thousand dollars, almost five hundred thousand dollars to rebuild. That whole his whole life has changed now. His whole life has changed now. He got now he got, now he got there's no, there wasn't there wasn't gonna be a policy that helped this man rebuild his life together. But because we have we have the funds and the resources to say, all right, man, you lost your house, you lost your place. I'm gonna give you some money. Everybody in the black community is gonna come. We're gonna give you some money, and we're gonna help rebuild your house. There's no policy that there's that, no, no policy that's there that's gonna help do that. Okay, that's cool and all, but you, you y'all talking about you talking about that? Ain't nobody bringing about what's stopping them from killing us. I'm talking about change of policy. We got to change. We got to stop them from killing us first. You know what I'm saying? But it, then we work on money. Money is not gonna stop them from killing us. What we're gonna say? Uh, when the police put a gun to our head, okay, I got a hundred thousand dollars. I give it to you. Okay, you just made him rich. You know what I'm saying? That ain't that ain't that ain't stopping them from killing us. Cool. The black people, a black person to help a black person. I understand that, but I'm not worried about that. We'll figure that out later. And because black people, I'm worried about. I'm worried about them stop not killing my son and my daughter. You know what I'm saying? That's the thing. I'm worried about if any, any little thing that my child do could get him 20 to 30 years in prison and all he did was probably took something to the store that I could go and pay for it later. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's policy change. We we know how to make money. Black people work. You know what I'm saying? I ain't talking about working to kill ourselves, but we can, if we got the opportunity for them to, for the, the same opportunity that white people got to start a business, 
that's what, what I want. What can we do to change that? You go in these banks, they don't look at our color of our skin and say, I'm not going to give you a loan, but you just gave this man behind me $500,000 and he poured in me. But the color of his skin is white, so you think he able to pay you back off an opportunity. got a way better than him. But if we had a black bank, if we had a black. If we put our money together and put our money into a black bank, then you know uh, Ray Ray can go inside that bank and say, "Hey, I want to start a. Uh, I want to start. I want to start." You say what? My I, phone cutting out. Oh, okay. I said, uh, "If, but if we, if we, if we put our money together and start a black bank, and and Ray Ray want to come in and start a barbershop or start uh, a start a start a uh, some type of business." Then you know uh, our sister that's behind the counter can say, you know what, Ray Ray, I've been, I've been, I've been growing up with you. I know you put money bank, you put money in the bank here. I'm gonna go ahead and give you this loan because I know that you're gonna do it. You've been working very hard to try to do this, and I'm not gonna hit you upside the head with fees and uh, interest rates. I mean that that's all fine, and then I'm still stuck on. And I get what you're saying. I'm not saying you're wrong. Yeah, I, I don't, I'm just I don't still stuck right on my. Uh, I don't think it can be a right or wrong. I, I I think the end goal is you know to get black people the the uh, the stuff that we deserve. I just feel like I think money is more money, and I'm not saying the I'm not even saying like the love of money. I'm just saying the power of money. Money run things. Um, money run things, and money equals power. Money equals resources. When families have enough money to to do what we need to do, uh, I, they even say that in America. If there was a $400 incident that happened in a family, a lot of families can't even afford to take care of that $400 incident because they don't have the funds to do that. So if we have the resources, the resources meaning money, to be able to make our family a lot more healthier, we could buy better food, we can uh, have better insurances, we can have better cars, we can have better, um, we can have better education, we have better access to health insurance, uh, better access to so much stuff because we lack the money. And... Yeah, policy. I mean, and the, then, I, then I think even with the money, we can influence policy with the money. Now we can go into these places and say, look, we have we have a hundred million dollars. We want this law to be changed. What are you going to do for our vote? What are you going to do for our money? What are you going to do for where, what are you going to do for this? And if you would, we don't like what you do, then we're not spending. We're not we're not we're not putting you in because you're not doing what we need for us to do. Because see, that's the thing. I don't want to make them any more richer than what they already is. But they, that's my whole point. But but money, but we but we rich now. But that's what I'm saying. Like everybody, that, but we rich now. We richer now. So, but that's how money works, though. Because now now we're going to get richer because we're saying, hey, we want you to change this policy because such and such is doing this, such and such is doing that. We know Black Wall Street. We know the story about Black Wall Street. And there's so many other Black Wall Streets uh, in history, and you know they burned that place down. But now it's a different world and different time where we have the resources, we have the technology. We got it. We got it. We got it. We got to get. We got to get. We got to get our foundation yeah, just, back together. I just my my only thing is you know out of all that you you know you say and I guess that's my mind is still stuck on the killing. Out of all that you said, yeah. I didn't hear anything about what's gonna stop my son from dying. I'm just hearing you. I, I'm just everything I'm hearing you say how to get me out of debt. But cool. I'm, I I could deal with not being in debt, but. I, I get okay. You can get me out of debt tomorrow, right? Mm-hmm. And they can pay all my bills. I'm, I ain't got. I'm dead clear. But the next day, my son just got shot. What the money? What did the money gonna do? Only thing the money done did is, all right, now we got to protest again because 
my son got caught and it was on camera. But that's my son what got killed. But that's, that's what I'm saying. I said that's what I'm saying though. Well, now we got the money. Now we can influence policy. Now we can go and say we our son our sons and daughters are being killed and we don't like it. We have this amount of dollars. What are y'all gonna do? We we have this much power or influence. We're not gonna vote for you if you're not gonna put in the policy that's gonna do X, Y, and Z. Or you can pay for such Ray Ray to go to college to become a lawyer to go in there and then influence policy. Or we can pay for more doctors. We can pay for more. That's what I'm saying. The money is gonna help us do the things that we need to do to help influence policy. That's why I think we need to work on that. Because think about it. What if your son wanted to be a lawyer? But you don't have the access to the capital for him to be a lawyer. Now, because, you know, being a lawyer, that's a lot of, that's, that's, people are in hundreds of dollars of debt. But um, Michael, who, you know, family, you know, family just making, but he getting more scholarships. He getting more, you know, this, that, and the other. Your son is just as smarter, even more smarter than Michael. But because Michael is white, he got more access to more scholarships and things of that nature. And, yeah, black people got scholarships, too. But that's, what, that's all I'm saying is that that money can help. Yeah, it's gonna be it's still still gonna be people out there that's gonna be racist and gonna try to kill us, but we got to be able to we have to be able to afford the power or get the power which through money I believe through money and resources to help us get there because I believe when a family is happier and and able to take care of the, the the necessary things we can start focusing on things that that uh that are that are important like you said policy, but if I'm if I'm struggling and stressed. And I got, I got, now I've got heart disease, and I can't afford the good foods and stuff like that. Man, then you gonna be, you know what I'm saying? You gonna, you ain't got time to go out, like you said, you ain't got time to go out here and protest. No justice, no peace. I gotta go to work tomorrow. I mean, I, 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 I hear what you're saying, but you, I'm sorry, you ain't winning me over. I'm sorry. I hear what you're saying. I hear it 100. percent And like I said, you even made a point. It ain't no right or wrong. Yeah. To this answer, it's not. It's not no right or wrong to this answer, but it just. It, I I can't. I could. It to me, I, it almost just sound like a black person just trying to get out of debt. And I, not, I ain't saying you, but mm-hmm. I think I feel like that's all it is. And, and man, right now, you know, I don't had a lot of money. I've been broke, and the thing is, that ain't been my. Stress. My stress right now is my only stress is, and, and maybe I, I don't know because I got a child, is explaining to my son what to do when you get pulled over by the police. Stress. Uh, uh, my son calling me and saying, Father, I got pulled over. You know what I'm saying? What do I need to do? And now I'm scared. And I got to tell him, like, you need to do this or do that. You know what I'm saying? I think that's my stress. You know what I'm saying? I'm just talking about me. So this week we're not going to do stories because of, I mean, there's so many stories just going on with just black people getting killed in the media. So you go pick a story and you read that story and and um, <laughs> you, you know what I mean, like you go you go pick that story and read that story. How about that? Because um, it's just too much going on and there's no need to 
um, explain what's going on. Maybe you'll come back next week with a story. But uh, and, 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 I'm, and I'm sorry, I just thought about something. So in Arkansas, right? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you know, we had the protests in Little Rock. They they went crazy, looting, and you know, doing the thing. But on Facebook, a lot of people was talking about getting together, going to the KKK towns. And our KKK towns like Harrison, uh, Cabot, and we do have KKK towns in Arkansas. So, uh, and protesting and looting and, and burning it down, and uh, the KKK was ready. Now, I, uh, from what I heard, the KKK supposed to just, because it, it was supposed to be money involved, $25 an hour to protest. Mm-hmm. So I heard that when they went over there, the KKK was already protesting to get the money. Mm. So, but at first they were saying before they knew about money was going to be involved, basically it was going to be a war. Because they weren't going to let the black people come in and tear up the town. So what y'all think about this? So, wait, so so if they're saying so black people go to the town and protest they get twenty five dollars an hour, who's supplying this money? So the black people is gonna come to the KKK town to protest and they got twenty five dollars an hour, is that correct? Yeah, that was what they said on Facebook. They were gonna pay who? everybody twenty five dollars an hour, whoever come out there and protest and loot. Who who's gonna basically get, who's gonna get the money? I don't know because I ain't going. Yeah, dear, I was just saying. Well, I, I don't, don't know about that one. I don't, I'm, and then you said the then when they got there, the white people were already pro, the KKK was already protesting against what? What they were protesting against? You know, police brutality and all that. For stuff. black people or just period? For black people. <laughs> this is not, I don't know about that one, dog. That sounds. It, it, it's crazy, but that, it, it actually happened. It's crazy, but when they went over there to protest, the white people have been already started, and that was in Harrison. I don't know. It sounds like a made up story, it, but because I'm like uh, white people who really don't like black people. What, I mean, yeah, that like money, but uh, I don't know, fam. I don't know. I, from what I understand, if, if you a KKK person, if you uh, really deep in your roots and you got your own little section, you don't want niggas near. And I use the word niggas, niggas near your yep. town. Period. Like, period. I don't care if you twenty five dollars an hour or not. You don't want niggas around your town. Period. So I didn't know who. I need to. I just need. To, the, the fill in the holes or the gaps of who who providing this money. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't go. I, you know, me, I tell, if people ask me, is you going to protest? And I say, protest is not for me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I ain't going to be standing outside hollering because my feet going to be hurting and stuff. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I'm for it, though. You know, I'm not against protest. It's just not for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I hope I don't offend nobody, but that's the honest truth. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, uh, uh, I, I, you know, I said I wasn't going. I ain't even doing it when it was in Little Rock. But, uh, uh, it's supposed, they supposed to start one in Dumas because we got a racist coach. He called, he oh, texted yeah. somebody and called the player a nigga. Mm-hmm. You know, well, he said, he, he meant to say beggars. But I don't know how you got beggars mixed up with niggas. Mm-hmm. But, hey, mm-hmm. if you say so. <laughs> he still kept his job, right? Yeah, it, it, y'all gonna, y'all gonna trip it out. Now, the, the, committee, the school committee, or whatever you want to call it, got together, and there's more black people in the committee than white. The white people wanted him out, and the black, it was since there's more black people, the black people kept him in there. Yeah, that sounds like and that, and, and that was hate to me. Crazy. Yep. And the white people actually wanted him gone. Yeah, sounds like <laughs> self-hate to me. So, I think, I remember you telling this story. I remember just telling this story, and I heard it, and I heard it myself through the grapevine. 
Yeah, so sound like self-hate to me. I, that's ridiculous. That he should have been gone and with a heartbeat. That's your sons. Your sons are your sons and daughters going to that school and and y'all letting that man go to that school and that's how you think about. That's what you think about the players. So yeah. So yeah. So no, no story of the week here. Um, I guess you can use that as a story of the week. <laughs> you want to do that? That's story of the week. KK K Town protesting against Black Lives Matter to get twenty five dollars an hour. For me, I need a little bit more holes filled in that story because I need to know where this money is coming from. And how are they going to get that? And how do you know that you know that person was out there protesting? Um, and uh, and it sounds a little and it sounds a little, and it sounds a little uh, vain if you will, uh, to get somebody to go out there protesting for $25 an hour. You're not really protesting for the issue. You're protesting for the money. And that yep. doesn't really do anything. So yeah. that's a little sucky. So let's get into uh, relationships here. Let's get into our Can We Talk segment. All right, so... Can we talk segment? Can we talk about Insecure? Uh, so last episode was the episode I think a lot of people were waiting for, uh, Issa and uh, and Lawrence to have their conversation about their their uh, issues in their relationships and the cheating and all that stuff like that. So Dex, I'm gonna t- toss it to you. You watched the episodes. What was your take on just uh, what Issa said and what Lawrence said about what happened? Issa kind of basically said, "Hey." You know, you kind of gave up on me, uh, but you, yeah. you know, you weren't, you weren't there when I needed you, and you kind of checked out. Lawrence was like, "Yo, you know, I was going through all this stuff, and I didn't know that all that stuff was going on with you." What, what are your thoughts about that? I didn't know. Um, she said that he wasn't even having sex with her. Oh, I, I didn't even know that was happening. I'm like, man, how you, how you not giving your girl none, dog? That's the least I you can do. At first, I was like, I see why she cheated on your ass, but then. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think it was good they talked it out, but, you know, if, he, if either one of them was in a relationship, I don't think that conversation could have happened. But, you know, they both single, so, you know, chop it up. And like I was telling my wife, like, yeah, she cheated. He still got feelings for her. He don't fuck a couple, you know, fuck a couple girls now, so he can get back with her if he wants to. That's how I feel, so. Yeah, I know, bigger you didn't see it, but, yeah, that's kind of what went down. They, had a, they went to a restaurant. Uh, opening scene, you know, Lawrence is at the bar, and then uh, Issa comes in, and she falls flat on her face. True Issa fashion. Like, wait, whoa, wait, what? Yeah, so it's she... always fall. Yep, she walks <laughs> in, and looks, she sees Lawrence at the bar, she walks over to the bar, and she just falls flat on her face. And yep. and true black people fashion, you know, when black people fall, we just stay there for a little bit, and they'd be like, man, I can't <laughs> believe I fell. And, um, and she eventually got up, and, you know, they, they talked, but... But they went over to another restaurant because the restaurant was crowded. Uh, going towards the new restaurant, T- uh, no, actually leaving from the restaurant, she ran into TSA Bay. Uh, TSA Bay was actually going to the restaurant yeah, as Issa and Lawrence was, uh, was, uh, he was like, brat, brat. He's like, <laughs> y'all know each other. <laughs> so Lawrence was curious. He was like, so how do y'all know each other? Yeah, yeah, me and me and Issa used to get, get it in. in. <laughs> and his new girlfriend name was Mazda. <laughs> Shout out to Mazda. Um, yeah, her name was Mazda. <laughs> um, and uh, and then Lawrence, they kind of they they kind of went to this art walk place and they just had a conversation. And the night ended with them having um, some sex. And um, 
And yeah, so we don't know what's going to happen next episode. We don't know if they're going to get back together. We don't know if this means they're getting back together. Uh, we just know that they just had sex. So I guess my question to you all would be, um, and I guess that's kind of answered it for his end, but is there any space, relationship or not, is there any space to have closure with an ex uh, after, well, obviously ex, but after y'all broke up to say, all right, this is what happened. This is why I felt this way. Boom. Is there any is there any way any space to ha- allow that to happen? I say it depends on how you broke up. Okay. You you know what I'm saying? If it was like a you know we still cool break up and then you know you know you kind of move on and eventually it comes back up then yeah but if it weren't no more horrible breakups I hate this trick now. You know what I'm saying? It's probably hard to get closer. You know what I'm saying with a breakup like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's you said, as long as you're single, you can do whatever you want, essentially. You can have that conversation. So you don't think there's any room for it to be, if you're in a relationship, to say, uh, I, to get this closure? Well, I think, me personally, if I'm in a relationship, I don't think it's even worth it. Like, I don't really care about the past relationships. Mm-hmm. You know, all I care about is my present relationship, yeah. you know. That's me. Yeah. But. Oh, yeah, I agree with I, you. I, 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 like I, I ain't got no exes. Yeah. So. <laughs> so I ain't date nobody before right you. <laughs> I, I, I agree with that, man. The past is the past, man. And I done seen a lot of people mess up some good relationships because a person had a past. People grow up, man. You know what I mean? They grow up, man. That was their younger days or whatever, mm-hmm. man. Or uh, People have whole phases. If, if you look in there, they used to be a hoe. And, you know, some people just go through a phase, man. And, and I think you just need to let it go, and, and we together now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So just, so yeah, so you just saying let it go, because I think I think what happened with Lawrence, because Lawrence, and if you look at their relationship, the way they broke up kind of affected how they moved forward in their relationships, because there wasn't really any type of closure. Uh, closure. And, yeah, there wasn't any type of closure in a way, and, and like you said, obviously they have feelings for each other, but. Um, even even after they had sex, the door was still kind of open for Condola to still for uh, Lawrence to still have a relationship with Condola. And some of the conspiracies going on is that they think that Condola is pregnant because of the way, because she was like while Issa and uh, Lawrence were having their date and their conversation, Condola was trying to call Lawrence like, "Hey, are you coming over? Are you coming over?" Like it was, she was kind of calling them repeatedly. And um, before Issa and Lawrence had sex, he walked outside and called her and said, "Hey." You know, I, I might stop by a little bit later. And then Issa kind of said, no, I, I you know, I, I want to stay. You know, what if I wanted to stay? And they smashed. Yep. So I don't know. I, I think it's very tough for a relationship. But I think if if it's going to, I think the only way I would allow it, if it's going to kind of seal the deal on, on really, if it's really going to help you move forward, I wouldn't be opposed to it. But I need to know why you will need this closure for me. I need to understand why. Is it because you feel like that you were a bad person and that you need that you can't really, you know, move forward? And even then, like my job as a as a boyfriend or or a husband is to say, I think husband husband, I'm no, you're not getting no closure. You already married me. It's a wrap. It's no, you closed already once. You said I do, but I think if you're if you're a relationship, you're trying to move forward, and there's some, I guess, trauma there or some issues that you need to try to get either. A, I'm going to see if you're going to see it. I prefer you to see out a therapist first. But 
if you really need that closure, well, you need to, we need to do this in a confined environment. You need, this need to be strictly in the daytime. This only be need, need to be an hour conversation, not even that, 30 minutes to 45 minutes. It has to be on my terms. And because I need to feel comfortable to make sure that there isn't any, you say there isn't any feelings there, but if you need this closure, there might be a little something that's there. So, um, but I think all in all, I agree with both of you. I think if you're with someone new, I think that that should be your new instance and closure. So, I just think like um, right now, if my wife was like, I need closure with my past relationship. Like, what the fuck you married to me for? You're right, it's exactly. Oh, man, <laughs> what the fuck you thinking about this nigga for? That's funny. That's funny. I'm a rebound and you went this far. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Oh tripping. man. That's that's another that's a, so we got athletes in politics and politics and I'm a rebound. <laughs> I like that title better. I'm a rebound. Yeah. And it and it goes with the basketball too. <laughs> like I'm a rebound. <laughs> I'm a rebound. <laughs> I'm a, I'm gonna I'm find a picture of Dennis Rodman getting a rebound or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a rebound. Yeah. They, they, I'm a rebound, and you went this far. <laughs> oh, that is funny. If you really off, sit man. back and think about it, like, yo, like, like, you, saying, you, like re- you be at the altar, and that nigga pop up, and she like, any objections to getting married, and that nigga pop up, and she leave you and shit. Like, oh, uh, it's a wrap. That's that's some trauma right there, boy. You'll be, boy, you be messed up. But you should have got that closure before. Yeah, you should got the definitely got that closure before, especially like even before like we, um, like before we even got serious. Like you should have got that closure. I would have been cool if you got that closure before we got serious, because I don't know if we're gonna be together or not. But yeah, don't don't say like, all right, let's be serious, and then now you're trying to find closure. So. So, yeah, no, nah, I don't know. So she married, married and got kids, and she like, I want closure. I'm like, let's get the fuck out of here, dog. Right, right, no. Nah, get, get up out of it. Nah, nah. Man, matter of fact, I'm finna go find closure. Somewhere. Oh, oh. <laughs> That's happening. Close on this. <laughs> he said, I'm about to find closure <laughs> somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> For real, man. He's gone with it. That's funny. That's funny. I find closure somewhere else. No, nah, you gotta, uh, yeah, you gotta get you gotta get that taken care of, man, before you before you mess around. So, um, uh-huh. so yeah, insecure is still great. Uh, I know some people say you know some of these episodes are real short. It's always been short, so that's nothing new. But uh, I think they're really setting up to something big towards the. Le- we got two more episodes left. Um, we're gonna figure out what happened with Molly and Issa, and um, yeah, so I think they're gonna really uh, really do something great uh, within the next two episodes here and. They got renewed for season five, so we'll see what happens. Okay. We'll, see, we'll see what happens. Um, Isakura is still here to say. I know Issa said that there are certain – they're not going to try to drag out, drag it out as much as possible. I think really good five or six, maybe even seven seasons are good enough um, to uh, – I, I used to watch the Carmichael show, and that was only two seasons, and I, I, I loved it, but, it, I mean, they got, they got canceled, or, or, or I think he could quit, whatever, so – and I think that's one of the oh, best. That was, that was a good show. That was, that was one of the my, one of my favorite sitcoms ever. It was really good. Man, I love the Carl Michael show, man. It was, was really it's top. That was some top tier, uh, top tier show right there. But uh, so yeah, so yeah, so shout out to Insecure, man. Shout out to Issa. I pissed Ballers on, man, because Ballers it really got oh, yeah. behind the scenes of the NFL. Yeah, it was good. But Ballers was really good. I I enjoyed Ballers too. There's a lot of black shows. I mean, not black shows. Excuse me, a lot of shows. Period. That were uh, 
That was really good. I think The Rock is black. I know he's Samoan, Somalian. But his dad is black. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Duh, he was the wrestler. I'm oh, sorry. his dad is black. Yeah, he's a wrestler. Yeah, Rocky, okay, Rocky Johnson. Somalian or something. His mama. Yeah. His dad, dad is Rocky. His dad is Rocky Johnson. I didn't know that nigga was black. I thought he was one of the first. Too. One of the first African American tag team champions. Yeah, I forgot about that. His father just passed not too long ago. So rest in peace to Rocky Johnson. Uh, yeah, he is black. I'm sorry. My bad, Rock. Don't <laughs> rock bottom me. Please don't. Yeah, I should know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, please don't rock bottom don't rock me. Bottom. <laughs> don't say don't rock bottom <laughs> No, his daddy's black. I, that, that's correct. Because I remember seeing a picture of him. Uh, he was buff, like super buff. Like, he was yeah. Good, like huge buff. Yeah. So, so um, but yeah, he played a big influential part in his life. So, uh, so yeah, man. Yeah, so we're going to close out here with the uh, cut-up of the week, and it's going to go to Drew Brees. Who would have known? Um, Nigga, you trip. <laughs> uh, I mean, regardless of the apology, uh, we know, we should know, we should all know. And I'm, we're saying it here right now, Cutting Up Cousins. We're not the end-all, be-all, but we're going to end this show with the be-all, which is that Colin Kaepernick did not kneel is not disrespecting the flag when he kneels. He's kneeling because of police brutality, and he's kneeling because shit just ain't right for black people in America. And he wasn't kneeling for just black people. He was kneeling for people that have been crucified, or I'm sorry, not the word crucified, but have been wrongly convicted, uh, beaten, battered, just, uh, bruised by the police for many, for, for just simple little crimes. Uh, we've we've seen videos of white people. I mean, we had we have Dylan Roof who killed nine black black people in a church, and he got a Burger King burger afterwards. Come on, man! Like what? Then we have uh, George Floyd, who allegedly, which I heard it wasn't even a, a, a counterfeit twenty dollar bill. Allegedly, a twenty counterfeit twenty dollar bill, and he got his knee on his neck, and he's begging for his life. And you got a whole mass murderer who still ain't even dead yet. We don't even know what the what the what the case behind that is yet with the Dylan Roof thing, so it, it's enough. Enough is enough for me personally. Enough is enough. You know what's going on. Shit ain't right in America, and we got to change this shit, or we're gonna burn this shit down. So, and if you out there looting, I'm looking for a MacBook uh, Air, hey. a MacBook <laughs> hey, Pro. I, let me put my order you in. You gonna put your order in? Come on, player. I'll Yo, put your order I in. I need a, I need a MacBook. Uh, I need a MacBook Air two and about a 45 to 50 inch TV because my TV just went out in my bedroom. Okay, yeah. See, uh, Dex, you put order? You got an order? Just stay away from my house. Don't tear my shit up. Right. Don't tear it up. Hey, but we need to put this out there too, y'all. Don't burn down the black neighborhood. Go to the white folks. Burn down the major corporations. Burn down these Walmart's targets. They got the insurance. Burn those places down. Do I agree with the. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. We need Walmart. Oh, we need Walmart. <laughs> we need okay, Walmart. burn down Target. Burn down Target. We'll get, we'll get rid of Target. Burn down Target. Hey, you gotta hold on to Walmart. Hey, you know, a lot man. of people like Target. I, I think Target. Target. I like Target. I, I think Target more I black. I like Target, man. I think Target more black conscious than uh, Walmart is, but, you know. But I'll I, I say this. I'll say this. We don't, I, I, well, personally me, I don't want to speak for you all, but I, I, I can assume, but. We don't agree with looting, but because black people don't have any constructive way of uh, voicing our frustrations, we we turn to looting, and we've know that when white people loot, they're uh, I think uh, I think Big Hill somebody, somebody said that that when white people yeah. loot, they gather in supplies, but when we loot, we're animals. So 
Nah, I ain't say that. I say when white people loot, they loot for retarded stuff. Like, they loot because they team won. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, I mean, yeah. For the, the reason of looting. They burn down stuff and loot because they team won or team lost. Yeah. We actually loot for a call. Yeah. So I said, since they, you know, at least we doing it for a reason. You know what I mean? If you're going to do it, do it for a reason. Yeah, and then, you know, be careful. You don't want to get, you know, that could be a stain in your your uh, life. But this, you just be careful. Just be careful. So, um, yeah, so continue to protest peacefully. We, we are advocating that protest peacefully, and we're joking about the stuff. But if you are going to do it, you know, I'll, I'll, you, talk, you know, hit us up in the DM. Uh, you, you already said our, our email, so go ahead, email us. But, oh, uh, no. Uh, no, just kidding. But. Really, we're advocating for peaceful protests, but we understand the frustration because we are black ourselves of what's been going on in the city, and we're going to do everything we can. Big Hill said that he's not going to be out there protesting. He's not wrong for that. Everybody has a lane. We're going to pick a lane. Um, I'm going to try my best to get out there to protest and do what I can. I'm going to pick a lane. I'm going to figure out what I need to do uh, to help our city and society and um, just help out, and help out locally, too. That's, that's most important. That's very important. Help out locally. Vote locally. Make sure you get the right people in office. Uh, so you can get some things changed. So um, we're praying for your family. Pray for ours. And, uh, yeah, anything else y'all want to do or say? I got one more thing to say. Stop looting for retarded stuff. I saw on Instagram a nigga stole a forklift. Hey, what you going to do with this? <laughs> 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 like, bro, yeah, bro, get, they getting that bro. back, man. They getting that back, man. Lose some batteries or something. Something that's going to help you out, you know. Yo, oh, man, you got a whole forklift riding down the highway, bro. Yeah, you tripping. Nah, man, you going to get caught up, bro. But hey, maybe maybe he's trying to start a business. He's trying to get some pallets. You know what I'm saying? He got some pallets. He's trying to pick up. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe he got a business and he's like, man, this poor lift could change the to change the way my business is ran. So I don't know. But yeah, no, just be careful, man. And just please be out here careful and be safe. COVID is still running rampant. I know they're not talking about it as much because the protests and things like that are important. But yeah, just just be safe, man. Just be safe. All right, well, that's it, man. Thank you all so much for listening. Episode 10, so that, that sounds like we're here to stay. Ten episodes in, we are here to stay. So don't worry. If we miss uh, a week or something like that, you know, life happens. So we are here to stay. Once again, you can check us out, www.cucpodcast.com. Email us at cucpod at gmail.com. Uh, we're on Instagram as well at cucpodcast. Um, check us out. Check us out, please. Is that right, CUC Podcast? Yep. Okay. Check us out. Y'all- and get ready, because I'm getting ready to move on the 28th of this month. The game in China is coming back, and it's yep. coming back strong. And I'm right, y'all? Yep, it's yep. coming back strong. My birthday is in, birthday is in uh, 11 days on the 18th. So y'all want to really help a nigga out. Uh, my cash app is dollar sign Mwanje. That's M-W-A-N-J-E. <laughs> I will be 29 years old. You can send me $29 to my cash app. Um, if you want to Apple Pay me, I'll give you my number. We'll, we'll work that out. We'll work that out. I but got you 29 cents. 20, 29 cents. <laughs> I already expect the coke and the smile from you, bro. That's what you send me every year. Nigga, <laughs> 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 really, he's cheesing with a coke like this. <laughs> and he can't even. And Nick, can't, I drink it. And, all right. And the Nick can't even find my name on the coke. <laughs> so he ain't putting it on my name. So, <laughs> so you could have, you know, went online and, and made and made a bottle, you know, made a bottle with my name. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, oh, but uh, it's a blessing to see. You. I hope I pray to see twenty nine years. So yeah, so check it out, man. Check out episode ten. Uh, we appreciate y'all. Thank y'all so much. Uh, cutting up cousins merch coming soon. We'll talk about that later. Go to the website, answer the questions, 
Peace. I'm not a rebound, baby. <laughs>